0: Hello, everybody. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you today's flashback edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles, which I almost totally forgot about because I slept so late. Yay for me, not. But unfortunately, today we only get to cover two games because we had some skippage. Thank you, Pluto TV. But here's the weird part instead of the skippage happening at the End of the three game series that we are covering, like it has always done previously, it skipped right in the middle. We got we were supposed to cover 34 to 36 today, we're going to be covering 34 and 36, but 35 was skipped, so yeah, but that's. That's what happened with this situation. As Alex reminded us at the end of the last game I watched, Ken is getting very, very close to the record for consecutive winning appearances on a game show, which currently stands at 46. So, if he keeps winning, he'll get there. So why don't we start with game number 34 and start meeting our contestants. Contestants in that game were Tim and Beverly. And this was another one of those games where Ken is just being an energizer bunny because he kind of took off with it. For the most part, there was a little part in the beginning of the game where he was trailing. But it didn't last. Tim found one of the Daily Doubles and Ken had the other two. He got one correct and missed one. And if you folks will give me just a minute, I have to step away from the microphone. So I will be right back. about that, you guys. I had to run out of the room for a minute, but we are back. And we had left off with talking about daily doubles and how Tim landed one, Ken landed the other two. I think he got one and then missed one, which really kind of hurt his score, but not badly enough to be like potentially game altering or anything like that. But yeah, I think I think the wager he made on the one he missed was kind of unwise. But I can't, you know, tell him that. Unfortunately, he'd probably kick me if I did, and I don't want to be kicked. So, yeah, Ken, if you're listening to this, there's your indirect note that some of those wagers have been very unwise in the past. So, ni. Yeah. I love you anyway. Don't take that the wrong way. Please. (laughs) Sorry, I'm silly. When we got to Final Jeopardy, only Ken was correct. And largely recouped the money he lost on that daily double. So in the end, it wasn't a game-altering screw-up, but the wager was kind of unwise. So, yeah, there was there was that. Uh, game 35, as I told you at the beginning of things, got skipped on us. So, we're going to have a big hole in the middle. I'll have to add that to my list of 15, 21, and 24. I'd... Don't think we've had another skippage. Aside from those three, I'll have to go back and check. But I think these are th- I think those have been the only three besides 35. Hopefully we don't have any more skippage, because that's kind of annoying. But at any rate, let's get into game number 36. The contestants in that game were Art, Lisa, and of course, Ken. I don't know if I mentioned Ken earlier, but I should have. If I didn't, I fail. I fail. Let's just say I fail and be done with it. Ken took off like a lightning bolt at the start of the game, landed the Daily Double fairly early, bet most of his money, and fortunately got this right, and had 9000 bucks before we even went to commercial break number one. So, yeah. He slowed down slightly during the rest of the game, but not too much. Once the other contestants got into the groove of the game, they did ring in quite a bit. Um, Ken got one of the other two daily doubles, and Art got the other one. What? Wait, was it? No, no, it wasn't Art, it was Lisa. I fail. How I didn't realize that, how I messed that up, I just, I don't know but the reason and i remember now that it was lisa who got it is because she found it on the very very last clue bet everything and missed it thereby essentially kicking herself out of final jeopardy because if you don't have any money you can't play final jeopardy but in final jeopardy both of the remaining contestants were correct And Ken made his normal small wager, but it really didn't matter because he basically had the game in the bag anyway. I would like to point out also that, as of now, Ken has taken the highest winnings on Jeopardy! spot away from Brad at this point. So, yay for Ken. I don't dislike Brad near as much as I used to. I used to think Brad was obnoxious, but I don't anymore because I've watched I've watched him on other stuff and I've learned a little bit more. And I realize that it's just kind of the way he sounds with certain things he says that that makes him seem obnoxious. But if you if you spend a lot of time watching him, he's not really all that bad. But we're not here to talk about Brad now, are we? But at any rate, um, that's our flashback for today. I'm sorry for the random break in the middle. You won't notice it on the recording. Well, you wouldn't have noticed it on the recording if I hadn't said anything. But, I think I may put a break segment in just to show... Actually, no, I can't do that because my thing will scramble. But I was going to put, like, the Jeopardy music in just to show that we had to take a break. But... I, I can't do that because then I'd have to rearrange segments, and they don't always like to play ball. So I'm going to sign off of this. Um, I should be back sometime tonight with new content. I'm not exactly sure when. After this, the schedule should smooth back out. Um, but before I forget, because I almost did forget Thursday night, I have a meeting, so I will be late. But on that note, I'm going to sign off. I'm going to say thank you for tuning in. I will see you at some point later. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! podcast. in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! podcast in evil chocolate cookie production